News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. Shane Coleman, loads of people texting. Um, uh, we were discussing at the start of the show about whether or not a tax credit for volunteerism might be a good thing. Yeah, a listener says, I agree with Shane, impossible to police and completely against the ethos of volunteering. There's always been a perceived shortage of volunteers in clubs and organisations, yet the organisations are still running. Some of those who complain the loudest about having to do everything themselves are the very reason people stay away from volunteering. That's not, not sure aimed that's at you, Shane true. Coleman. I'm not sure that's quite true, in fairness. Um, Someone else says, what should be done for all volunteer groups is they should be given help with insurance, which is crippling many volunteer groups and preventing them from doing very many worthwhile activities. And I'm sure there's a grain of truth in that for certain. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Listen, let's stay with this uh, story now, uh, because uh, I caught up with the independent councillor and former Lord Mayor of Cork, McFinn, a little bit earlier on this very topic. I began by asking him if there was a problem with volunteerism at the moment. Yeah, look, for my own involvement uh, in GA myself and in my work capacity as a youth services manager with Cork ETB, we've noticed a significant fall off in volunteerism uh, in people willing to put their hands up and get involved in their communities uh, and in particular in, in youth clubs across Cork City and County. Pre-COVID in Cork, there were over 200 youth clubs operating in all corners of Cork and that fell to just over 100 uh, in the immediate aftermath of COVID. So we're kind of scrambling to get those that sector back up and running again. And I know, as I said, from my involvement in GA and in other sports and soccer and scouting, um, you know, there's been a significant fall off in volunteering. And I think it just needs a bit of effort to uh, to revive that again. Now, what, one of your ideas is to have a tax break for people who volunteer. H- how do you envisage that working? Yeah, look, I suppose, you know, we as an ETB have been looking at how to stoke up um, interest again in, in people coming out of their homes and giving up their time in the evenings or the weekends. Uh, and one of the things I thought of, and I've seen it, you know, um, suggested elsewhere, it was actually suggested in Australia when I lived there a number of years ago, uh, was to give people kind of a tax credit or a tax incentive uh, to get out there and and get involved in their communities, you know, whether it's sport or music or scouting or guiding or, you know, tidy towns. Um, and, you know, I think the, the, the principle of that was, was taken by a, a, a number of the larger companies in Ireland, the multinationals, you know, who allow their employees time time off or extra pay for going out into the communities and volunteering. So I suppose what I was thinking here was, you know, there are thousands of people volunteering all over Ireland still. Uh, you know, it's it still is a healthy sector, but to encourage more people to get back involved if they have been previously or to get new volunteers, you know, a tax credit for, for those uh, people might be an incentive to say, look, you know, as well as being involved in something that you enjoy or that you're giving your hours to free of charge, you will get uh, a little, you know, added bonus in, in your pay packet at the end of the week or the fortnight or whatever. Look, it's a really interesting idea. Um, I, 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 I suppose a couple of things spring to mind and I'm not knocking it because I think it's worth discussing, but like, does it go against the whole idea that the selflessness of volunteering, that you're doing it not for gain, not for material gain, you're doing it to put something back into society. Does it go against that notion? I don't think it does. I think, you know, everybody who is volunteering at present, it does it for the love of, you know, whatever, you know, activity they're involved in or whatever they're supporting. But everybody likes a well done or a thank you or a pat on the back. 
Uh, and I don't think you're, you're paying people for actually volunteering because I don't think you can pay or you will never be able to pay people for the contribution they make to individuals or their communities. But this is just an, an added incentive, a bit of added value for people who are volunteering um, and saying, look, you know, we're never going to be able to pay for what you do. But here is something in your pay packet, you know, that it's just an added bonus. You know, like we all know people who do things very selflessly for clubs and organisations. They might get a bottle of wine at Christmas off someone. They might get a one for all voucher. They might get something like that. And this is the state saying, you know, we value the work that you're doing. Uh, without that work, our communities couldn't function or this couldn't function. Oh, OK. Um, an, another issue I potentially see is I, I, I apparently the census says uh, 700,000 people uh, responded in the census that they engage in volunteer activity. Now, <laughs> Mick, I'm going to be blunt here. I don't believe that figure for a second because uh, my experience of, you know, with GA clubs, with schools, with anything I'm involved in, it's the same small number of people who do it over and over again. So how do you stop people saying, yeah, I'm a volunteer and claiming the, the tax exemption when really they're doing sweet FA? Yeah, well, look, I think that's, that's going to be the most difficult part of it. Um, but when you look back to COVID and the COVID payments, you know, they found a way to do this through the revenue commissioners or whatever. I think, you know, my idea here, and this would obviously have to be fleshed out, and I think the discussion of this topic is the reason that I put that motion to Cork City Council. But, you know, the organisations involved, whether it's a Freudian Youth Project, whether it's a GA Club, whether it's a Scouting Ireland, would have to, obviously to sign off, you know, to say, a lot of people, you know, these organisations who are dealing with young people have to be vetted. Uh, it has to go through a, a process. That kind of process could be utilised to say, yeah, look, this uh, XYZ is working with our organisation, volunteers, and would be entitled to apply for a tax credit. That's the way that would have to work. I mean, you, you know, yourself during COVID as well, people worked from home. Uh, many people claim for a credit and maybe they could, they should not have had. Yeah. Uh, there's, when there's a will, there's a way in this. OK, final question. Do you think it, it, it'll it ever happen? I don't know the answer to that question. Um, you know, I put the motion down, as I said, with a view to kind of examining this, you know, involved in volunteering myself. You know, uh, we had a, involved in Darkness and Delight last year for Pieta in Cork, and we nearly had to cancel it because our volunteer count was down so low. Uh, we're looking at ways of trying to stoke this up. I think it may work, uh, but I, again, I would say when there's a will, there's a way, and I think the value of volunteers to government, you know, to our cities, to our communities, far outweighs, you know, any particular cost to the exchequer. And I think we should put the effort into examining it. OK, that was the independent councillor Mick Finn uh, talking to me a little earlier. Let us know what you think. 87 News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7 on News Talk.